Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. On today's episode, we have Evansville mayoral candidate, Natalie Raysher with us, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about her vision for our community. Natalie was born and raised in Evansville, and she is a graduate of Central High School and holds degrees from Indiana University, Purdue University, and the University of Southern Indiana. She is an active volunteer in our community, and I can tell you that's how Natalie and I met is when she assisted us with Smile on Down Syndrome back in the day, and she is the current president of the Junior League of Evansville. She has also served on multiple other nonprofit city and county boards. Natalie is married with two school-age children, and her family belongs to St. Benedict's Cathedral Church, located in the heart of Evansville. So again, what she wants to tell us about today is a little bit of her vision for our community. So Natalie, take it away. Yes. Well, thank you, Nikki. I appreciate the intro and hello, everyone. I'm really excited to be here and have the opportunity to speak to my vision for Evansville and what I have, uh, I guess, lovingly started to call my playbook. So as Nikki mentioned, uh, we're members, my family at St. Ben's and our kids go to school there. And I'm actually the basketball coach for my daughter's first grade team, which I'm sure you all could imagine it's really just more like herding cats, but uh, but you have to have a playbook whenever you 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 know going forward. So uh, that's what I really started to do whenever I was putting together my vision for Evansville and where I see us going in the future. So one thing that that really started to resonate with me whenever I started this campaign was the idea that we need to make sure that we're taking a neighborhood's first approach. And so whenever I say that, uh, I want you to think back, you know, 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years ago, whenever you were a kid and you're outside, maybe you're doing something you shouldn't have been doing and you're in the neighbor's yard or, you know, you're messing with a, someone's pet or whatever it may be, climbing the tree, you know, you weren't supposed to. A neighbor comes out and they see you and what happens? They call your mom, they call your dad and they say, Susie Q down the street is climbing that tree again, and I know she's not supposed to be doing that. That right there is a perfect example of what our community has been in the past and what I want to see happen again. I want our kids to be able to go outside and to play and for the neighbor down the street to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, there's something going on here. Or maybe there's a car that's driving by and it's canvassing a neighborhood and we know that it's not a car that's in that specific neighborhood. And we start to pick up on crime watch, maybe some crime prevention, all through this idea that our neighborhoods are first. So we're building really this great sense of community. And again, you know, by looking at public safety, what we can do there with just the sense of, you know, community members being connected having the idea that you can pick up the phone, you can call someone, you know the police officer down the street, you can start to pick up on these things. And we really just make Evansville, again, that place where E is for everyone. And we have that sense of belonging. That sense of belonging is really important, especially whenever we start to tie this into talent retention. So talent retention is something that uh, is really in my wheelhouse on the professional side. It's something that I've done over the last five or six years now as a career, you know, looking at an organization uh, looking into all of the different facets of the human capital and the employees that we have and asking the questions of, you know, why do we see people leaving specific jobs or specific industries 
are they leaving the job or are they leaving the industry or maybe the company because of the culture? So how do we retain them? That's a question that employers are seeing across the nation. And so it's, it's not that Evansville is exempt from that either. We need to really just focus in on our efforts to keep people here and ensure that we have the right kinds of jobs for them moving forward. One of the other things that I like to talk about whenever I talk about my vision for Evansville, of course, is the quality of life. You know, we've got a great parks and recreation system here, but there's always more we can do. The idea of continuous improvement is something that I learned a long time ago uh, whenever I went through one of my master's programs and had the opportunity to do a Lean Six Sigma project. I actually was able to be part of a, a 5S system at Deaconess Hospital as well, where we go in, you know, we make improvements and streamline programs. So this is something that I think would be a huge benefit to our city is taking that approach of how can we improve what we already have? How can we streamline systems to make them more efficient, specifically within that parks and recreation system? Whenever I say those things, I think there's another, another big item on that list, and that's, of course, Roberts Park. And we're going to have a great opportunity to see some development in that area. And the potential to bring in um, revenue sources through that park are there. I think we have a, a, a great group of people that are spearheading that now, but that work will not be completed uh, whenever the next mayor comes into office. We need to make sure that we have someone that is willing to create community partnerships and work with business owners to ensure that that project is completed. Another project that will be underway, of course, is going to be the bridge uh, over the Ohio River for I-69. Um, they are actually doing a little bit of work on it now, so that's exciting, but that work can't really be seen at this point. They're going out there kind of testing the ground, uh, making sure that all of their measurements are correct and that we are doing the right things and putting the bridge in the right spot to make it uh, last as long as possible. That we actually are not supposed to really see a true groundbreaking, though, until 2024. And that's at the earliest at this point, which I know can be kind of frustrating because we've heard about I-69 since I think before I was even born, and that's okay. But this is really uh, going to be a pivotal thing for our community. And I want to make sure that the city is supporting these efforts and we're doing everything that we can on our side of the river to make sure that this, project's, or this project goes uh, through uh, in a timely manner. I also would like to see uh, the current bridges stay open. I know there's been talks of shutting those bridges down after uh, I-69 is complete. However, I-69 is going to be a toll road and I think that could put undue stress on some of our current residents. And we wanna make sure that we keep those, those lines of, of travel open and that transportation open uh, for both the Kentucky side and Indiana side. So I know I've thrown a lot at you. <laughs> We've talked about infrastructure, quality of life, you know, talent retention in our community and public safety. But I wanna go back to that idea that it all really comes back down to a community or a, excuse me, a neighborhood first approach. If we start in our neighborhoods and we grow out all of these things can be accomplished, you know, and that's going to be through connection, through idea sharing, and, you know, and through just the love of our community. 
you know, there's a there's a lot that goes into the city budget, and you know, public safety are, are the top two line items. And I think that's something that a lot of our citizens are uh, worried about in this day of age. You know, we've got a lot that's going on at the national level and, you know, divisive politics. I don't think that there's a place for that here in Evansville. And we want to see our community thrive and continue to grow. So by taking this neighborhood first approach, I think we really will do that. So Natalie, this is all fabulous information and I love your vision for our community, but if people want to find you online, where do they Yeah, look? sure. Absolutely. So we have a website. You can go to www.racerformayor.com. And of course you can reach out through social media. We have a Racer for Mayor uh, social media page on Facebook and then Instagram. Uh, so any way that you want to get in touch, we also have a office that is located at 203 Main Street in downtown Evansville. Nellie, thanks so much for sharing not only your vision, but your unbelievable life with us. We are so grateful to have you on today's show. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out directly to me or, you know, directly to Natalie herself. Um, we can't wait to see what the future holds and we wish you the best of luck with your campaign. Thank you everyone for listening today to this unbelievable life and have a great rest of the day.